pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Tonight, Crevage, Creighton basketball at Providence. We've got it all for you starting at 6 p.m. with our regular in-studio pregame. I will be here from Amica Mutual Pavilion, or the AMP as they now call it. It's no longer the dunk. What? It's not the dunk? But that's how they, that's oh, that's what been they do the dunk for like three years. Oh, I mean, I knew that, John, because I watch all their games. Yes, I, it's obvious you do. Or uh, am I like someone who still calls it Candlestick Park? Maybe I'm that person. That stadium no longer exists. I'm talking about the old Candlestick. You know, Cowboy Stadium isn't Cowboy Stadium, and yet I still call it Cowboy Stadium. But Candlestick, can't the actual park known as Candlestick Park has been demolished. I know. And the stadium they play in now has never been known as Candlestick It's like park. if I still call it the CenturyLink Center, John. Maybe I'm a fan of CenturyLink Internet. <laughs> they should bring back Candlestick Park. It's a cool name. It sounds mysterious. It was. It sounds mysterious. Interesting. It was well, a cool name. The reason name. why it was called Candlestick Park was because it's on. it was on Candlestick Point. Oh, duh. Yeah, yeah. So sounds it, less mysterious. Anyway, it, there's it a basketball game tonight, not at the a basketball dunk. game. They tonight. should call it the dunk because yeah. that's what you do. Mm-hmm. Anywho, <laughs> tonight against Providence earlier, I was talking about how, how you know, I, I do think this is a really important game for Creighton. If for anything else, it's, you know, the conference race is basically over. I know there's still essentially a month left in the season, but UConn doesn't show any signs of losing. So this isn't talking about it from where you are in the conference, winning a regular season championship. But I'm looking at this from a momentum standpoint. You're coming off a loss against Butler. And yes, Butler shot out of their minds. Appropriately enough, look at what Butler did last night. I saw this. Uh, I saw this and heard about this. Yeah. They played like crap. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they they didn't play like crap. They shot like crap. They played UConn close. They just didn't shoot very well. Yeah. Um, so isn't that typical? And it's interesting because tonight Creighton is playing a Providence team that has not been shooting the ball well at all lately. So guess what's going to happen? Providence will probably shoot out of their minds tonight. And they are playing at home. And I do think, I do believe this, that of all the teams in the Big East, while Providence, Providence has a very good home record and most of that has been built on the backs of really good Providence teams, I do think that this this program tends to feed off its home energy as good, if not better than any other team in the conference. Mm -hmm. There's just something about how they play in this building. Not that they're undefeated in this building, but they are like 42 and five the last three years. They're really good in this building. And there's just something about And I think, I think the start tonight is important. I think really the first, I'll call it the first 24 minutes of the game are important because I'm also going to count that first session before the first media timeout. As we saw in the first matchup in Omaha, Creighton had a double digit lead and then slowly it got wilted away before Creighton finally pulled away at the end to beat Providence. I think the first 24 minutes of this game is going to tell us an awful lot about how Creighton does tonight because I think a, they need to get off to a good start to keep the crowd out of it, but then they also need to build off of that good start, assuming they have a lead at halftime 
and keep it that way because the longer you can keep the crowd out of the game, the less energy they can use to feed off of it. So do you worry then, because earlier, you know, picking back up that conversation, you asked a question of which team needs this more tonight, Nebraska or Creighton. And and you kind of laid out just now actually why I, I did not go with Creighton, and that was because I wasn't viewing it through the lens of winning the conference. And yet you just acknowledge that. I don't think they can win it anymore either, but it's about momentum. So I guess let me ask you this then. Do you believe that, like, is this a tenuous situation that, like, they need to get a win that bad, even though they just had, like, a really great stretch? And while, yeah, you don't want to ever lose two in a row, this would only be the second loss in a row for them after, again, a very good January where they went went seven and one. So I guess that's what I'm trying to figure out. I wouldn't say it's a tenuous situation because that's underestimating the veteran experience of this team and how this team has been under Greg McDermott. Um, But I do think it pushes you closer to a point like that, especially if Saturday doesn't go well. And you talk about places that are tough to win. Cintas Center in Cincinnati is sure. another place that yeah, is very, they, yeah, very then it, tough to win. Yeah, then it suddenly turns into this rolling ball of, oh my gosh, are they about to lose three and, in a row? And, you know, again, this is a Providence team that's, you know, since uh, since they lost Bryce Hopkins right before the first Creighton matchup, they're just three out of, they've just won three out of their last eight. Um, as I mentioned, they're not shooting the ball well. This is a gettable Providence team at home. If there is ever a gettable Providence team at home, in recent years, this is one of them. So it feels like it's an opportunity here. It won't make up for whatever happened uh, on Friday. Sure. Um, because, you know, you lose a home game, you lose a home game, and it sucks. Yeah, and that's the worst but, part about it, right? It's not just that but, they lost, but they lost a home game. Right. But but I think it can it, it, it can keep you from moving the moving in the direction of, oh, my God, what's happening here? Yeah. Um, so that that's that's one of the reasons why. I think that's the case. We mentioned Butler a moment ago. Check this out. This is from um, College Basketball Data. Not your buddy Bart? Not my buddy Bart. These are the records of opponents coming off of a game against a team. So, for example, look at Cincinnati. Cincinnati's opponents in in conference play, these are just conference games, are 0-9 in games coming off of playing Cincinnati and Creighton is on this list and teams that are coming off of playing Creighton are just three and eight since conference play began. And as Matt DeMarinas of white and blue review pointed out, two of those three wins are against DePaul, which is as close to a gimme win as you're going to get. And the other win was by UConn and it was their closest game of the season when they beat Villanova by one. So the point, so the purpose of this is to show teams are either they're either exerting a lot of energy or they're exerting a lot of emotional capital in beating these squads, and then it's taking a little bit out of them. Look at Duke last night, or I'm sorry, North Carolina. North Carolina, North Carolina, yeah. Carolina they lose to Clemson, Duke, and then they come back home and they lose to a Clemson team that has only beaten them one other time in their history in Chapel Hill, and. Now, some of, not all of that is they had just played Duke, but certainly that could be part of it. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was an interesting stat that, you know, Creighton's opponents are the idea of don't eight. don't let a team beat you twice. Yeah. Or, well, in this case, you know, it, it doesn't matter if you won or lost that game against one of these schools. It's just after you play these schools, maybe it takes a little more out of you because yeah. of how they how the game went. But I thought that was interesting. It's one of the top records or 
again, uh, one of the top marks in all of the power six Cincinnati, no team has won a big 12 conference game after playing the Bearcats, Arizona state, only one PAC 12 team has won a conference game after playing the sun devils. And for Creighton, only three of 11 teams have beaten another Big East team after they played Creighton. Interesting. Just a weird, just a weird stat. Yeah. All right. Coming up. I still have an item for the list. Yeah, you put it, it on regards, the uh, grum down, so you have to get to it. It involves the other big basketball game that folks in our area are wondering about tonight. Okay. But coming up next, it's Dumb Debates on 1620 The Zone. Hey everyone, Josh and John here for the FanDuel Sportsbook, the Super Bowl now, but four days away. And if you are a new customer, you can go to FanDuel.com slash 1620 and you can get $200 in bonus bets if that first bet of $5 or more wins. Man, John, I have heard a lot of conversations this week about a variety of prop bets. One of the prop bets that you are able to do with the Super Bowl is who will win the first half and then who will win the game? Maybe you are someone who says, look, I do not doubt the Chiefs to win the game, but it wouldn't surprise me if it was a tie in the first half. It wouldn't surprise me if the 49ers were up at halftime, and so you could put that together, and those odds would pay even better. The passing props are there. The rushing props are there. There are so many props for you, plus the game itself. Again, FanDuel.com slash 1620, and you can get $200 in bonus bets if that first bet of $5 or more wins. And also make sure you check out later in the week all of the entertainment props and the possible cross-sport props where we actually combine results or points scored in other sports versus events that could happen in the Super Bowl. All these fun things available on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. And right now you can get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Also, let me give you a teaser here. Find the uh, prop on Kansas City getting a touchdown on their first possession. That may show up in point counterpoint this Friday. Just visit FanDuel.com slash 1620 to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash 1620. 21 plus and present in Iowa, $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.